Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Legends of Surgery. I'm your host, Tyler Rouse. Now, given there's been such a long delay since the last one, in this episode, we're going to get back to some basics and return to the series Better Know an Instrument. This time, we will cover the Yankower suction tip, a very common surgical instrument with an interesting character behind it. So let's clear the field and hope this episode doesn't suck as we learn about Dr. Sidney Yankower in this episode of Legends of Surgery. Sidney Yankauer's parents were Jewish-German immigrants who moved to the U.S. from Bavaria in the mid-1800s. Apparently up to half the Jewish population of Bavaria emigrated around this time period due to strict anti-Jewish legislation. Sidney was born in New York City in 1872 and was one of six children. He graduated from the City College of New York in 1890, the first free public institution for higher education in the United States, which provided access to the children of immigrants and the poor based on academic merit alone. Sidney then attended the College of Physicians and Surgeons in New York, obtaining his medical degree in 1893. His internship year was spent at Mount Sinai Hospital, where he'd end up spending most of his career. Initially working in the outpatient department of the Department of Surgery at Sinai, Yankauer was appointed the first associate adjunct laryngologist, eventually becoming an attending by 1917. He was also skilled at bronchoscopy, and in 1905 became the first physician in New York City to remove a foreign body from a patient's airway using a bronchoscope. Yankauer, like so many of his contemporaries, served in World War I, in his case as a U.S. Army Major with the United States Army Base Hospital No. 3 Allied Expeditionary Force at Vauclair in France from 1918 to 1919. The hospital was staffed largely with personnel from Mount Sinai Hospital, including 24 physicians and 50 nurses, and treated around 9,000 patients, with only 54 surgical deaths and 118 medical deaths, most of which were due to the Spanish flu pandemic. During his service comes a great story. Apparently, the quartermaster, the officer in charge of the barracks, including the distribution of supplies, provisions, and in this story, most importantly, the payment of soldiers, accidentally locked the keys of a self-locking safe inside said safe. This contained the pay for several thousand staff, so as you can imagine, he was sweating bullets. Fortunately, Yankauer was present. He examined the keyhole with his head mirror, an instrument frequently associated with ENT. I'm sure you've seen those classic images of the old-timey doc with the circular mirror on a headband looking into someone's throat. Originally, these used natural or candlelight, but by the time Yankauer would be using them, they typically would have their own light source, such as an incandescent bulb. Anyways, using this instrument, Yankauer was able to recreate a key in his workshop in the hospital that actually fit the lock perfectly, saving the day, and possibly the quartermaster from a court-martial. Following the war, Yankauer returned to his successful practice on Madison Avenue, which he shared with his wife, Grace Greenwood Pryor, whom he had married in 1909 and was also a specialist in ENT. She graduated from the Women's Medical Dispensary in New York in 1898. That institution had been founded in 1868 by none other than trailblazing female physician Elizabeth Blackwell, and at that time was one of only a few institutions in the world to offer medical training to women. Blackwell herself was the first woman to graduate from a medical school in the U.S., Geneva Medical College in New York State, but only after the male students voted to allow her in. Unfortunately, Pryor's story ends in tragedy. 
1914, while preparing their apartment for a dinner party they were hosting that night, she noticed that a screen in their Park Avenue apartment was insecurely fastened. Pryor then raised the window, knelt on a pad on the sill, and leaned out to fasten the screen. She lost her balance and fell ten stories to the paved court below, dying instantly. She was just 40 years old. Yankow remarried five years later in 1919 to Margaret Kearns, the assistant superintendent of nurses at Mount Sinai, and they had one child together. He continued to work at Mount Sinai and actually died there as a patient from heart disease in 1932 at the age of 60. Now let's get to some of his achievements. The eponymously named Yankauer sucker tip was invented in 1907 and was originally designed to clear the surgical field during tonsillectomies. If you've not seen one, take a second to Google an image. For those familiar with them, which is pretty much anyone who's ever worked in an operating room, it is easily recognizable. The bulbous tip has small holes which allows it to remove fluid while minimizing damage to the surrounding tissue. The curved handle makes the sucker maneuverable and easy to grasp. He also had a couple of other inventions worth quickly mentioning. One was an ether chloroform mask which consisted of wire mesh that evenly supported gauze or lint onto which liquid anesthetic would be applied with an attachment spring and gutter to catch surplus liquid. This was later modified by anesthesiologist James Taylor Guathme to allow for the administration of oxygen. This version, known as the modified Yankauer Guathme mask, became the most popular anesthesia mask of its type in the U.S. Another invention was a suction and pressure anesthesia pump, which permitted simultaneous delivery of ether vapor and powerful suction for use in tonsillectomies. Yankauer played a huge role in developing the nascent specialty of ENT and was a prolific writer with over 100 papers in the surgical literature on a wide range of topics, including some in his parents' native German. His description of bronchoscopy in treating lung abscesses was groundbreaking, as was his use of radium to treat carcinoma of the esophagus. Some of his more esoteric papers included a report of two cases of leeches in the trachea and a description of the eustachian tube of the anteater. Now, quick side note, the eustachian tubes, which connect the middle ear to the nasopharynx, is named after the 16th century Italian anatomist Bartolomeo Eustachi who first described it. Eustachy also discovered the thoracic duct and the adrenal glands. And he is credited as being the first to use the term isthmus, which comes from a Greek word meaning a strip of land between two seas, for the portion of the thyroid gland connecting the two lobes. But back to Yankauer. Not only did he write a lot of papers, but as we've seen, he was quite inventive and held a number of patents. Some of these include a clinical thermometer, which could be sterilized by boiling, a resilient wheel in 1920, which incorporated internal shock absorbers to a car's steering wheel, and in 1929, an electric pipe lighter. This last one was actually the prototype of the hot wire cigarette lighter that, for those old enough to remember, used to be found in the dashboard of cars. Today, that cylindrical space is more commonly used to plug in a charging cord for electronic devices. Well, that wraps up another episode of Legends of Surgery, and I hope you enjoyed it. There should be a few more episodes coming out quite soon, as I've written a number, so keep an eye out for that. But in the meantime, please rate the podcast on iTunes or wherever you download episodes, and leave a comment there, or follow me on Twitter at Surgery Legends, like us on Facebook at Legends of Surgery, or send an email to legendsofsurgery at gmail.com. 
I'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on the podcast or ideas for future episodes. And as always, thanks for listening.